Good morning to ya. Happy whatever day it is. Uh, mm, uh, uh, mm. Do you feel like 2020? You've kind of forgotten what day it is at all times and what month it is at all times. <laughs> it is such a strange year to be alive. I'm going through my old journals right now and just organizing. I love to reshuffle things every now and again and just like revisit and see where my headspace was at at the time. If I had any great ideas in my old journals. I have so many journals, it's outrageous and I love it. I don't know if I'll ever really fully read them, but it's just really nice to look back on certain moments. Like I was just reading a an insert where, where I met Leon, which is adorable. I also met uh read something about when my grandpa passed away and um some other points in time in history where I had all these like nice ideas and about what I was dreaming about and looking back on what either I fulfilled or what I realized that I don't want um, just to look back and see the progress I've made for myself. Because I think sometimes you're just so close to yourself, you forget if you've made progress or maybe you forget that you've evolved in some way. And having that on paper is just so powerful. Being able to see that you have changed and you have evolved and you have accomplished a whole bunch of things um, is very interesting. But I'm also creating my new bullet journal right now. Bullet journals are heaven my lord almighty it changes everything it just gives structure to so much i cannot (laughs) i cannot i'm so grateful and they are fun like i'm painting i'm actually painting the pages that i want in my bullet journal which i i love and it's starting off a brand new one so what do i do for my brand new bullet journals and it's like such a big cult out there for bullet journals so even if you've never done it it's an interesting insight into how my brain likes to function but if you do do bullet journals you obsess over how other people do it so you can get extra insights into how they do it which reminds me maybe I want to do that because I feel like I'm not I feel like I'm ready to progress and add another section into my bullet journal um, to see if I like it or not because I feel like I've got the current structure down pat and it feels like it's it's lagging and it's not exciting as exciting as it was when I first started my bullet journals. So my beginning one, I always have my front page, which I write the year and the few months that I know. It'll be at least three months that I have this diary, but for this one particular, it's like a little bit thicker. So I've written September, October, November, December. Happy September, by the way. Then I have my little index. Um, then I have my future log which is so nice to have like an overview of what's coming in the future. Oh, bullet journals, I love it. Then I have my goals. And this is the interesting part. I have been looking through my previous goals, a lot of the previous goals that I've had. And now these ones that I have, I've written, and this, there's not that many. It's really weird. And I've been goalless for maybe two years now. And... Um, I'm just starting to write goals again and actually concentrate on them a little bit because I felt like I've, I, I did actually fulfill all the goals that I ever wanted. Most of the goals. There's probably two goals that I haven't focused on, uh, which is uh, be an actress and uh, be a singer. So those are, those are the only two things that there's repetitively, they keep coming up. And I keep questioning whether this is something that I want. <laughs> Maybe in light of knowing how much bullshit goes into the music industry and the acting industry and Hollywood in general. It feels like it's been so off-putting for me to to know this information and it's just, it's taken like the glamorous side completely away from it because one, you know, it's completely rigged. 
all of this. Like who's famous, who's popular, who wins awards. You know it's rigged. God damn it. And then all the fucking... (laughs) My repetitive theme in my head. Satanists and, you know, pedophiles. I'm like, I don't want to be part of that. And is that what I have to be part of in order to be in this world? I don't know. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. So anyway, maybe that's another excuse that I've, I've given myself for these of why I can't achieve these big goals. Because I feel like I've almost like I've allowed myself to to be B level, if that makes sense. Like I've gone for goals that are easier to achieve instead of wild goals. I haven't got any wild goals that I'm actually definitely pursuing that I feel are completely unattainable to me. Like really big goals, for example, I don't know, being on the Tim Ferriss podcast or being really good at something. Like I, I really want that. I miss being really, really good at something. Um, like that one thing that makes me stand out. And I've had moments of that in my life where I was really good at certain things, but now I'm, I'm seeking that new thing and I don't know what it is because I can't find what that is, that one amazing thing that I want to focus on. Because I guess I'm too spread out and too. Maybe and my friend Arnar, I love this. Oh, I love friends that are so straightforward that are going to tell you as it is. Those friends that are like, I see what you're doing, but I call bullshit on that. And at first you're like, whoa, did that? Did that just happen? Did they just? How could they? And then more you think about it, you're like, wow, they must care for them to come from such a straightforward notion. With love, and they, they're saying it with love, but still pulling up you up on your bullshit. Oh, those friends are the best. Like, hold those ones dear and close to you, not the ones that are like, oh my God, babe, I love you. Hey, could you help me with this? Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> hey, hey, how am I doing with this project, do you think? Oh my God, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Everything's perfect. Uh, can I have some feedback? No, it's great. Everything you're doing is just fine. Mm, I don't think so. Can you give me feedback? And they just don't. So I love friends that pull you up on shit. And my friend pointed this out so beautifully and I've, I've thought about it a lot. And he said, you know, I think I'm looking for my next goals or whatever I, I focus on. I want it to be big. And no, not big. I want it to be, I'm trying to figure out how that could become a business straight away instead of just allowing the you know the creativity and the curiosity to explore that creativity that's the biggest thing it's like I'm not allowing myself to just be like I want to paint why because I want to paint instead I'm like okay so if I want to paint then I've got to be a musician and uh, then I've got to you know have galleries and sell my prints and blah 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 and I'm trying to lay it out like I do in business because I'm a business person and that's where my brain comes from and I just happen to tap into the creative niche but I still think I see myself more as a business person rather than a creative um and it's been very helpful to do it that way I mean I grew up in a business environment my my parents were self-employed business people you know Um, my dad is has been in network marketing his entire life so it's like a marketing background you know the hustle the I work for myself mentality like I'll make this work no matter what attitude which is amazing what a great insight but it's always there's no such 
in my life so far, there hasn't been a pursuit of anything unless there was a reason for it um, and a big reason. So I think in my brain, I'm always like, okay, if I want to study acting, that means I want to win an Oscar. It's like, could you allow the space to just act, to tell stories? Would that be okay? And I, I right now, I it feels like almost pointless, but those pointless moments is what could possibly bring me closer to, to getting an Oscar <laughs> because you're not just going to be like, I want to be an actor. And then next minute you're like, yay, I want an Oscar. <laughs> like it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. What the hell? Oh my God. Ooh. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, that, that's what my brain's doing and same with music. It's like, well, if you want to sing, like, okay, so we've got to work it out. How are you going to do the music videos? Like, how, what awards are we going to win? Like, how, what is the kind of music that is going to help you win awards? And it's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, how about I just want to sing because it sounds nice? <laughs> oh, so that's, that's, be, that's amazing. My friend really pointed that out. And I'm thinking about that. But I don't know why I find it so hard. I think it's scary. I think that's what it really is, especially because I'm, you know, I'm established in my business and, and I think when you have a certain level of success or comfort in something, it's real. it's a lot scarier to, to give everything up. It almost feels like you're giving everything up and putting everything on the line to seek that next thing, that next goal, um, which, which scary yes it's it's because I guess your brain goes through all the possibilities when you have that comfort level and I think a lot of people can relate that's why a lot of people don't work for themselves because they're afraid of losing what they have and it turning to shit because they decided to venture out on them for their own for example for me it's like I will lose my entire business if I go out and try these ridiculous things that have that make no sense like why would I want to what am I going to do with a sing- as a singer? And I'm trying to tell myself that, it's, that that's not a career, which is so sad because I don't need a career anymore. That's, that's also the beautiful thing. I don't need a career anymore. Not at least, not, not for the next maybe five years. I don't have to be anything. Um, I can just be myself. I can just exist comfortably. So um, I'm, I'm not seeking a career as per se um so yeah that's where I'm at so those are my goals um but yeah everything seems to be quite repetitive everything else seems to be pretty chill and and doable but it's also like annoying to see certain things on repeat in my goals like learn languages I always wanted to know five languages why on earth do I only just know two and I live in a country where I could learn another one but I'm not doing it and that's frustrating I want to learn Spanish, I want to learn French, I want to learn Icelandic and Spanish and French have been in my diaries for God knows how long and I'm proud that I started Spanish at the beginning of the year when I was in El Salvador but then I seized that because I was like well I'm never going to speak Spanish right now because guess what (laughs) I'm in Iceland, (laughs) we don't speak Spanish here so I want to focus on Icelandic, I just want to add an extra language under my belt because how beautiful that you get to communicate on such a more personal level with so many more people just because you took the time to learn an extra language you know what I I maybe a part of what I'm battling with with goals 
now that I've had such an awakening around death. And I spoke about that um, a few episodes ago about my intense psychedelic experience, which really fucked me up for two, two years now. It's going on to the third year. Um, my one time <laughs> that I went all in um, accidentally almost. I'll talk about that eventually. But yeah, since the great awakening of realizing that I am going to die and all of this will be done and dusted, it, I'm battling with the what's the point? Like I was even saying to Leon the other day, you know, I'm acquiring properties and even this home, when, when Leon and I are no longer here, someone else is going to live in our home. So yes, we're proud, you know, we, we have a home right now, we own this home, but it's like, do you really own it if in a, you know, let's just assume the, the furthest uh, history away, 100 years, in 100 years, someone else is going to live in this home. Maybe they'll be our kids, maybe, maybe they'll be our friends, maybe they'll be our friend's children or someone related to us but maybe it's going to be a complete foreigner and they're going to be like wow this house it'll be maybe like it'll be super vintage by then will it even be standing by then but it won't be ours like this whole area won't be ours because we won't be around anymore and it's like what's the fucking point (laughs) so with i were learning languages i'm like what's the fucking point so that's what i'm trying to overcome right now the do it just because not for a point just do it you know so that's a wow that's a huge insight that I'm trying to crack right now I mean I'm I'm trying to paint uh learn to paint but more just in my bullet journal because it's so fun because I'm really bad at it and I love how bad I, I am at it like I cannot describe to you the feeling of being so bad at something but still doing it <laughs> it feels so nice maybe that's the stage I have to get to with <gasps> that's another insight that I just got Maybe I have to get to the point with music or acting that I'm so thrilled to be so bad at it, but I still want to keep going because it's just so fun. I think that's the whole freaking point. I think that's how people learn skills. Like they suck at it so bad, but they just love it. Ah, such simple observations about self. And it's like, how could you, how could you not know this? And then, God damn it. So, yeah, these are the things that I'm currently working through. But I'm excited because I am becoming, like, super focused on, like, ordering a surfboard. Uh, I'm, as, as, as I've spoken over a few of these episodes, I'm becoming more stable now in Iceland. And it's, like, allowing myself to do these things that I, that I always wanted to. But I, you know, never had the time. I was traveling. Like, what was the point of buying a surfboard if I was never there, et cetera, et cetera. And now I've been like, oh, let me wait till I'm in a warm country to get a surfboard again. And it's like, dude, this is home. Make use of it a thousand percent for what it is because this moment in time, (gasps) my phone died. Because this moment in time is going to go away. And I remember so vividly my friend saying to me when I visited her in Austria, probably four years ago when I was just at the start of before YouTube, um, and she said to me, I, I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I was really upset that I wasn't so busy and I didn't have that thing that I wanted to work towards. And why didn't I, you know, it just was too, too, too silent, like too boring. Everything was just like blare. And I was like, this sucks. And she was like, embrace this. 
because you know yourself and in the future you're going to be extremely busy so you need to embrace this moment because it will never come back and you'll be thankful that you embraced this calmness when you still had the chance um and that that always rings true to me because I do have these moments where it's like chill and I get this anxiety which is ridiculous I'm like oh my god got nothing to do what am I gonna do <gasps> panic 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 <laughs> and if I just allow myself to be in those chill moments <laughs> how much better off I'd be instead of yeah instead of like chasing that next big thing because it will arrive it will arrive I will have those busy moments anyway so just chill out and embrace the the calmer moments as well and I think that's also what I'm trying to do right now because it's the first of September and Leon, just a couple of days ago, bless his freaking soul, he he and I are workaholics and we are very well aware of this and we're trying to break the pattern because it's been an ongoing thing for us, uh, both of us from the start of the relationship. You know, we've always been like, go, 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 go. And I think we found that attractive in each other as well. So that was like a double whammy because we had never found anyone in our lives that was so similar to us, you know, uh, nomads, marketers um you know driven motivated interpersonal development like so many things we were it was like wow these these people exist i i like it (laughs) so we were so attracted to to each other about that and i think because because we were so attracted we didn't want to let our guard down in in order to disappoint the second person to be like no i still am that thing i just need a break so we didn't really take any breaks at all Um, So I think we actually made our workaholism worse by trying to prove that we're still that person. So please love us. I think that was a subconscious pattern that was going on. And now we've been realizing like, like we're good. We're safe. We're comfortable. We're we're doing really well. We have a house. We're like, we're steady. We have money in the account. Like we've done so much. We've traveled the world. Like a huge dream has come true there. We have done so much. And to sit and be okay with not doing that's a big, huge task for both of us. So, um, yeah, he's taking September off to just do whatever he feels like doing. Bless his soul. This is a huge milestone and I'm so proud of him. And then when we got back um, yesterday from Landmannalaugur, we went to the biggest, oh, the most, one of the most beautiful national parks in all of the world, the entire world. It's beautiful. One of the most famous hiking spaces, spots in all of Iceland. It's just breath taking beyond belief my lord so we got back and I like I I went almost directly to my desk and I started sitting down because I had a few things I had to do like get uh, get back to some clients refine some videos that I did you know check my staff member make sure I pay them etc etc so there was a whole whole bunch of small things I had to do but instantly I was like overcome with sadness because I was like I don't want to sit at this desk again like why I don't want my life to be sitting at desks like I wanted to not do this and and but in my head I was like but I have so much to do like I can't take time off I've there's just so much so much so much and the anxiety was building up and then I just had to look at myself and be and, and ask wait is there really that much or am I just creating this work? So I, I went to my bullet journal and to like a little notepad and I started writing down everything. I was like, what makes me sad? What is making me sad right now? And that included things. Wait, I want to get it. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> Let me flip. 
I wrote up what makes me sad, which was like computer work, emails, paperwork, banking confusion, um, not really great at much, huh? which is what I was talking about before because I haven't had the time or haven't put any emphasis on becoming great at something again. I feel like I've like plateaued. Um, and I'm bored of needing to prove my worth and feel like it's lacking. That feeling of like chasing, needing to chase people's approval instead of having the approval. And I, I wonder what, when that tipping point comes, um, especially in the public eye, like you're so dictated by views. And I know that this happens to everybody because Katy Perry also talked about it in an interview that I listened to. But it's like you're always trying to, you know, the view fluc- views fl- fluctuation or or people's response or the growth or whatever. It might might not be as good for a period of time, and you you start thinking that it's you and that you are desperately trying to catch people's attention again. Like, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Um, but that can come at that. That but that. Even for Katy Perry, like she's so freaking big and she struggles with that. So all of us are going to struggle with this, like trying to prove worth instead of people just being like, oh, she's worthy. And I think I want to know where that shift shift comes in when you're not fighting for these things. It just is. And I wonder if that's approval in yourself. I don't know what that where that that comes in to play, because I don't want to. I, I read this somewhere in a book as well. Like, I don't want to prove my worth. And I think I've done a lifetime of trying to prove my worth because of, you know, look at me, pay attention to me. I'm in the spotlight. I'm in the spotlight. So I I don't want to prove my worth. I want to, I I am enough as I am. So why do I have to prove shit? And that's really, that's draining because you you always feel like if you're having time off, they, that you're missing out on the opportunity to prove that you're worth it. But that feeling makes it worse because you're trying to desperately scramble to get approval instead of knowing that you have it um, and coming from a place of stability, I guess. So that's, that's what makes me, that, that's what I wrote in my diary that makes me sad. And then I also wrote what brings me joy gardening, being outdoors, friends, surfing, exercise. I want to learn the harmonica, which is very nice because my friend on the weekend was playing it. And I was like, what a cool instrument to have. To just be like, hey guys, let's, we're sitting around a fire. Boom, 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 boom. But I want to learn beatbox harmonica. And advanced selfies bring me so much joy. It shouldn't, but I love them so much. Oh, especially when the lighting is amazing. Like the last... um. Advanced selfie that I took. Holy shit, balls on a stick. Fuck, it was good. Wow. I was so impressed because it was like the, all the components came together and it elevated it to this beautiful next level that I've been lacking. It's like I needed to see that I was capable of producing work much better than what I had been producing because I thought I plateaued so much and I just needed to see, can I improve? And I think this was, a, this was me seeing like there is so much more so much further that you can go and that opened up the door for me and it was just so beautiful to see myself in that different light as well ah and the color grading was amazing so the advanced selfies just oh they bring me so much joy my god ah i'm uh my book will be released may next year on advanced selfies how fucking cool is that like it's a big publisher that's going worldwide um wow how amazing i have a book on advanced selfies and I still cringe sometimes that people are going to judge me for it. And at first glance, it seems so dumb. 
but it's so fun. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then I had other things in my diary on this little piece of paper that I wanted to get rid of, which was like what I want to cull. There's a few things I want to get rid of my brain space and what's heavy on my heart, which is um, financial stuff that I need to work out. Because as I said in a previous episode, there's a lot of organization that goes into having money. So I need to work that shit out because it's just so confusing. I have to get a will. Did you know that? My God, never thought I'd have to do that at 31. But not that I have to, but I want to. Because otherwise, what happens if something happens to me? Like, what, what happens to all the shit that I've worked so hard for? So that's something interesting. And what's also heavy on my heart is my family in Australia, which they're so fine and everything's so fine. And I really hope that once this whole world situation uh, chills out and it's awesome because there's so many protests popping up left, right and center about, you know, Ex- excessive control being placed on us and no no uh what's it called no promises of it ever going away which is which is the uncomfortable part which I've been very vocal about like sure measures have to be put in place but that's when you know power gets abused and people push uh, push it too far and the governments and they're like oh well now you have to forever do this it's like in, in Iceland when the recession happened here and it hit really hard. They put in place all these freaking rules and um, fees that came in place that have not gone away. And that's not fair. It's like, bro, you've recovered like times 500. Iceland is doing really well. Icelandic people are doing really well. Most of them, some people, are, unfortunately, the governments abuse their power and they um, had these really shitty deals that they gave to people and some people are still struggling with that. But overall, like, chilled about, chill, chill back to what was. We're fine now, so don't abuse your power. Don't stretch it and then just rem- have it remained. And then someone else said, you know, uh, when... It's very rare that regulations go backwards and they soften. It's mostly that they get harder and more hardcore. So anyway, I'm just hoping that after this world city is over and, you know, the mass awakening is here and people are like, actually, fuck this shit. Then there has to be amazing change and then everything's fine. And that's why I don't want to also stress myself out too much with the stresses that I'm having um, for Australia in particular, because Australia is... Some of the regulations there are just weird, man. Really weird. Do you know that if I want to fly back to Australia to visit my family, which um, they only let in 350 people a day into Australia right now, into Sydney Airport, which almost means that in order to secure your ticket and make sure that you fly, you'll have to get a business class ticket because they might, they'll prioritize those people um, because I think the airplane, I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, this is like apparently 350 people only fly into Australia into Sydney, one of the biggest airports in the world. Then I have to pay $3,000 to go into quarantine. Um, they want to shove the freaking corona test up my nose, which I say fuck no to. Um, but if you're in quarantine for two weeks, why do you have to get the test as well? Because the signs, the symptoms will show. <sighs> anyway, so weird shit is happening in Australia. And I just don't like it. So hopefully Australians are smart enough to be like, fuck this shit. And then they overturn all these bullshit, etc., etc. So that's heavy on my heart. Um, and then when I was like, back to my diary, <laughs> this is going on for ages, me explaining step by step what I was doing. It wasn't intentional, but what's up? Um, 
And then I have like to do upcoming. And I started writing out my list of things that I actually had to do instead of this apparent overwhelming mountain of work that I had in my brain that I had to do for the future. And it turned out that it wasn't so much. And I was like, whoa, my brain was just trying to make out that I was so busy and I couldn't possibly keep up and I had to sit by my desk and all this nonsense. And it turned out that it's not the case at all. My brain just is has been so high strung that it thinks it has to. So I'm aiming to do September a lot more chill and figure out, like do fun things as well, which I have like on my to-dos now, which I'm so proud of myself that I've added to-dos like hiking, exploring. Um, yeah, all these like fun things, <laughs> which previously would never find its way into my to-dos. It was always work. And I'm just thankful for this for this shifty. So workaholism is gonna die out and I'll have much more life enjoyment. I did enjoy the the stress, which is stupid. But I did enjoy the stress of being so busy because it it was needed at the time, I guess. It was what I wanted to do. Um it gave me a sense of accomplishments, accomplishment, I guess, being that busy. Uh, but that chapter is now done and I don't like it anymore. <sighs> so, but yeah, bullet journals. Looking back on your, on your life and noting things down and journaling. It's so insightful. Really so insightful. Like, uh, the power of journaling. It just frees your mind. I love it. Do you guys journal? I wonder. I hope you do. It's and it I think people have this pressure of like, what should I journal? It must be so in has to be structured, it has to be this. Well, for some people it works for bullet journaling. I do a bullet journal just for to, to dump my information out of my brain. Um, but then otherwise I have um in my bullet journal I just write normal entries, like this is what I'm doing now, this is what I'm grateful for, just like small mini things, just to get things out of my head because I want, and it's amazing. You know what I just realized as well right now? I love these freaking recordings because it makes me think and present things in a nice compact way. And then I get to share them with you guys. Uh, oh my God. I, I knew, oh, Don't tell me I forgot it. <laughs> oh, it feels like the last few years, weirdly enough, is that my brain isn't as, it doesn't have as much in it. Not that I'm getting dumber. Maybe I, I am. Who knows? Um, I haven't spent any time learning many skills because I've been on an information um, diet because I don't want to stuff my brain with too much stuff. So I'm trying to minimize what's in there for me to hang on to and for me to cling to. And, and it feels like there's less in my head. But I'm feeling... I only... I feel more. It's, it's like when I'm going for a walk, I feel certain things, but I'm not exactly thinking about anything in particular, which is a very strange uh, feeling. And now I can... When, whenever I am thinking about something, I can almost pinpoint exactly what I'm thinking about because my head doesn't have a million thoughts running at the same time. And I'm trying to digest, like, which one made me feel like that? It's like, oh, you're feeling this way because of this thought because it's, it's so apparent because I'm only thinking about that one thing. And maybe that's also because of the bullet journal, because I have dumped so much of the to-dos and what I should and what shouldn't and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All these huge lists of things um, that I've dumped them on paper. So now my brain doesn't have to 
think so much. It can just feel. I'm still working on being more present. I will say that. I don't think I'm as present as I, I would like like to be still. So I'm working on that. But huh. So I guess today's episode was on the power of journaling. How lovely. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning in. I haven't asked this before, but I think this is a good idea for me to ask if you're enjoying this podcast, this mini daily update, would you um, rate it five stars plus write a little review and let me know, let the world know what you think, because, you know, if we can reach extra people, if it's helpful, if this is helpful at all, my random thought process processes, I'd be, I'd be thrilled to reach more people. And as always, you can find me all across social media with the same name, Sorella Moore. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you have the most beautiful day filled with beauty, joy, and love. Okay, bye.